really early on, I saw the power of Instagram for what it did with small businesses and building connections and marketing and how to me, it just seemed like this big puzzle and putting all the pieces together and all the components, because there are a lot of different things that go into an Instagram marketing strategy, right? So to me, it was like putting together a big puzzle and seeing the picture at the end. And that was like fun for me. I know a lot of people don't really, (laughs) don't really view it that way, but that was like really fun for me. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. I think my favorite part about having a podcast is getting to talk to my business friends one-on-one, real deep, sharing all the insights and tidbits, which is exactly what I'm doing today with my friend Nicole Dumato from Lattes for Lunch. Is that not the best business name ever? I'm pretty disappointed that I didn't think of it myself. It's so cute. Anyways, Nicole is an amazing Instagram strategist. Her and I have been friends on Instagram for many, many years, and she has helped me with my Instagram strategy and growth and even posting for me at different times within my business when you know the season matches the level of support I needed. I am so excited to talk to her on the podcast today. So we cover so many topics. Nicole is a marketer at heart. She has a real passion for marketing. So we really talked about using Instagram to sell your products on Instagram, which isn't easy. Instagram really isn't designed as well as some other platforms to be a place where you sell. So you have to do a lot of the sharing behind the scenes and like letting customers get to know you, which I actually think is a benefit of being a small business owner. But Nicole and I talk a lot about how to do this on Instagram. And I think you are just going to love this conversation. So let's just jump right in. Hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I am so excited to talk to you. Let's start by introducing you to our audience. Let's tell everyone all about you, who you are, what you do, your business, you know, all the things. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. So my name is Nicole. I am an Instagram coach. My business name is Lattes for Lunch. And I have been doing that for going on three years now. And I absolutely love every single moment of it. Yeah, that is like the best business name I've ever heard of, for the record. (laughs) I wish I thought of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of tongue in cheek for me because when I started this business, I was still working corporate job and I would take my lunch hour and my little laptop and roll up to Starbucks in the front seat of my car and connect to their Wi-Fi and grab Starbucks for lunch and just, you know, spend that hour working. So it kind of just came natural to me. That's a fun way to get your business started. How long were you having to do both things? Because I know you worked your corporate job and ran your business for quite a while, right? I did. I did, actually. So it honestly felt like an eternity at the time (laughs) because I was sitting, you know, in my corporate cubicle doing accounting for this large scale law firm, multi-million dollar law firm down here where I live and just dreaming about doing marketing all day and thinking up 
different strategies in my head and then secretly writing them down when I knew my <laughs> boss wasn't in eyesight or, you know, going on my phone and looking something up, but it felt longer than it was. But I want to say it was probably a year and a half to two years before I was able to take my business full time. I did not realize you were an accountant before. So do you have like do you, your degrees in accounting? No, it was actually electronic billing. Oh, I see. So it was, I wasn't like a tax accountant or a CPA or anything like that. And I started doing bookkeeping for smaller businesses and worked my way up to that eventually. And then worked with really big name things that you've heard or seen <laughs> on commercials, really big name insurance companies wow. we would bill. So yeah. So boring. So, so boring. <laughs> Sounds boring. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It but is. it's an interesting transition to running your own business because you were just dreaming about marketing and helping people get visible. And that is really cool. Yeah. The creative side of me was really sort of under wraps during that time and it just needed to come out. Putting numbers in a row and using formulas and all that stuff was not was not fueling it for me at all. I am terrible with numbers. <laughs> I'm always like, I have a lot of skills and math is not one of them. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, when I put my taxes and, you know, different things together, financials now for my own business, it kind of gives me like this little uh, flashback of that time period of my life. And I (laughs) I now just offload it because I don't, though I know how I don't want to go there, you know? Yeah, that's so funny. So what is it that attracted you to working with Instagram? You know, I'm trying to remember the exact moment that it was. I've been on Instagram in some capacity since 2013, uh, managing, you know, accounts and things like that from that time period on. Really early on, I saw the power of Instagram for what it did with small businesses and building connections and marketing, how to me, it just seemed like this big puzzle and putting all the pieces together and all the components, because there are a lot of different things that go into an Instagram marketing strategy. And seeing the picture at the end, and that was like fun for me. I know a lot of people don't really <laughs> don't really view it that way, but that was like really fun for me. Yeah. So we have worked together a couple of different times, and I have some of your products, and I just adore everything you do. But I know, like when I worked with you the first time, it was like going from just thinking of Instagram, like this fun place where I posted pictures, to oh, these are things I'm supposed to do to actually grow my business. And even though I don't Mm -hmm. always do those things, (laughs) I get a lot, I get stuck in that like mindless role. It was really comforting to have a plan of attack. And that is what your, your kind of business is all about. It's all about the strategy of how you use Instagram to actually grow your business and make stronger connections. Exactly. I think a lot of times, especially when you're speaking about somebody who is, creative or artistic or makes things, it's hard to view Instagram in that way. It's hard to view it strategically. It's hard to piece it together using data. And it's a little bit more mechanical than the way your mind typically works. Mm -hmm. So that's where I come in and sort of step in on the back end and say, okay, what if what have you been doing? And this is what we need to do to get where it is that you want to be. And and let's, again, put those pieces of the puzzle together so that we can see the big picture of your business. Yeah, I think that's where your your numbers background and like spreadsheets is coming <laughs> into play, right? I guess I guess, you know, I don't, I don't want <laughs> to give it any credit. About but it. I, <laughs> exactly. But I yeah. guess that's where it all comes in. Yeah. So for a lot of product based businesses, 
one of the things I always like to tell them, especially about their website is I will tell them like, you have this opportunity to get to know your customers in a way that other businesses don't like big businesses don't get this opportunity. No one's over there on the target website, like talking to customers, you know, liking pictures of their dog. So I think it's a really cool opportunity that small businesses have now to build these connections with their customers in a way that they never really had before. Because before online marketing, the only kind of connection you had was when you were with that customer one-on-one, right? Right. How do you think that product-based businesses could really leverage that side of making connections to sell their products? Because it's a little different than what it is for service-based businesses like you and I. It is very different. And I think the thing is that I see with product-based businesses is that they're so focused on getting their product into the hands of the end consumer that oftentimes it's easy to miss that step of forming the connection first, either directly or just in their mind and in their heart about your product before getting ahead to the sale. And especially if you're, you know, if you're a maker and it's just you Mm -hmm. or you're some sort of creative and you don't yet have a team or, you know, some sort of production behind your product or anything like that, don't be afraid to just talk to your audience. That's really all it takes. Even if they don't come in, immediately for a sale, but they're sort of interested and you lay the foundation of that connection and just being present, then it will happen eventually. But don't be afraid to talk to them and don't be afraid to communicate with them and don't be afraid to ask them questions that aren't, hey, do you want to buy this? Don't be afraid to just have open conversations. That's really easy to forget for some reason on Instagram when it comes to marketing, keeping social media social. A lot of customers will ask me, how do I get more conversions or more sales through Instagram? And I'm like, you have to remember that Instagram isn't designed to convert. It's designed to connect. It's designed to easily talk to people, but it's not designed for the, to send them to your website easily. You know, there's some newer features now, like tagging your products and linking in your store, which they're going to capitalize on, but that's not what it was designed for. And so maybe conversion shouldn't always be your number one goal when you're thinking about Instagram as marketing. What do you think? I think conversion is usually the end goal of a journey that your potential buyer goes on with your business and your brand. And I definitely agree with you that Instagram is not set up to easily convert to sales. And the way we get around that is multiple ways, right? Right. They have the new shop links. We're directing people to our bio. We're telling people, hey, DM us if you have a question. Hey, leave a comment if you want to know more about XYZ. We're using creative things in our stories like our polls, our sticker questions, our um, multiple choice selector to gather information so that we're feeding them back what it is that we know for sure that they want. But as far as direct conversion, no, it's a little bit trickier and especially trickier for product-based businesses versus a service-based business. With a service-based business, somebody's buying into me. So if they're talking with me, it's easier for me to convert them and move them over to a sale. With a product-based business, somebody is buying the product that I make or distribute or create or whatever it is. So they're connecting to me and the product, Mm -hmm. right? And it's a little bit more difficult. It's not like going to your target cart, like you said, and just dumping it in there and, and clicking checkout and already knowing what that experience is. You have to build in more trust as well, especially when you have a product, especially if I've never bought from you before. How do I know when it's going to arrive? How do I know what to expect when it's in my hands? How do I know what to do if I need to return it or if something's wrong? Right. How do I know to reach out to you? 
right? It's a totally different experience. And so our approach to Instagram has to be viewed from the lens of that buyer and adjusted in that way. Right. How can people make that like shift in their mind to start to realize that it's not necessarily about getting the sale today. It's about starting that customer's journey of eventually purchasing from you. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. So I think you have to stop the, what I'd like to call the buy it now mentality. So if you're showcasing something in a feed post, let's say a scarf and you offer it in five different colors and your caption is like, here's our new fall scarf in colors X, Y, and Z, click the link to buy it now. (laughs) That's where it needs to stop, right? Right. What is the experience of buying this scarf going to be for me? Where can I wear it? What am I doing when I wear it? What does it feel like when it's wrapped around me? Mm -hmm. Am I out and about with my friends? Am I curled up on the couch and comfortable at home with my family with like, you know, the nice picturesque fire going on in the background and a cup of hot, whatever it is that you like to drink, coffee, hot chocolate, hot tea, whatever. Give them that experience on Instagram without jumping to the buy it now mentality. Tell them what to expect. Tell them how you use the product. Tell them how past customers have used the product and paint the picture of what that product experience is going to be like for them. I think that's really a big one. Yeah, I think that that's a common question or a common problem with product-based businesses is the, the topic of captions. They don't know what to say when they post the products. And so they're just like, this is available in my store. Here's the link. And it doesn't work and they're frustrated and they don't know how to do it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So same, same thing with any product, really give me the experience of what that product is going to provide in my life, Mm -hmm. in my everyday, you know, obviously um, you need to know a little bit about your audience and what their status quo is. Are they busy parents? Are they busy professionals? Are they also entrepreneurs? Are they also artistic or creative and paint the experience of what my everyday is going to look like using your product. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to feel connected to before I skip over to the buy it now. And once I feel that I don't have to be told buy it now. Right. Right. Because my interest has already peaked. I'm already going to your website. I'm already interested in what it is that you have to offer. I'm potentially putting things in my cart, even if I come back to them later, for whatever reason, if you get pulled away, like I do every time I try to <laughs> shop online. <laughs> what are some ways that shop owners can start incorporating this? Like, should they just like, well, I think they should, they should just stop posting the buy it now (laughs) pictures, not the pictures. The pictures (laughs) are usually fine. It's the captions. I'm like, these don't work. And they can start incorporating it. This is where your ideal customer kind of exercises actually do come in play. Like I hate those things because they're like, what kind of car does your ideal customer drive? And that stuff doesn't really matter. But the important part, like the demographics, do they have kids? Do they need something that's going to be washable because their kid's going to throw up on it? Or, you know, like those types of things are where knowing your audience is vital. And that's how you can, you build that like desire for your product through those captions because you're connecting with them on that level. And they're able to like see themselves wearing it or using it. If we're talking about a scarf and they can see it working in their life. And I'm always saying that the things for our websites, the pictures and the words have to go together. Like the words have to draw you in and they have to gain interest. And, you know, the pictures are vital too. They're a piece of the puzzle that go together. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think really knowing, like you said, knowing your audience, but not so much like, you know, how old are they? What car do they drive? Where, you know, whatever. Knowing their environment and knowing what's true for them in their day-to-day life, mm-hmm. and gathering that feedback, however you need to ask it, if you need to ask it in a fun way, because your audience is not really engaged at the moment, and just say something like, do you take your coffee on the go or do you make it at home? <laughs> Little questions like that to feed into what it is that their everyday look- life looks like so that you can really speak to them in a way that is highly relatable. Because if I am buying something, I don't want to go have it dry cleaned, right? I'm a busy cheer mom. I'm running my daughter back and forth to cheer twice a week. I'm running her to school in the morning, after school activities, all these different things. I don't have time for dry cleaning. So if you tell me that your product is like wash and wear and I can wash it this many times and I don't need to worry about X, Y, Z stains, you've got my interest like that. I'm mm-hmm. that much more interested because I know that this fits into my life and not the other way around. How does this product fit into my life and not how, does, how am I going to fit my life into <laughs> using this product? Right? right. Totally agree. I don't even have a dry cleaner in my town. So... <laughs> Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a big problem. <laughs> I think you can take it like to be dropped off and like driven to the other town. But if it's not washer friendly or dishwasher friendly, it's going to get ruined. <laughs> yeah, that's my exactly. philosophy. Let's talk about your Instagram bundle, because this concept isn't just like something that they have to figure out on their own. You teach them how to do this, right? Yes. So yes. let's talk about what's in your Instagram bundle. Let's talk about it. So two things, really. It is the ultimate guide to Instagram engagement. It's a 15-page PDF ebook, whatever you want to call it, on how to directly connect to form collaborations, to create referrals, to get eyes on your business, to get, you know, into the minds and hearts of your ideal um, clients, Mm -hmm. buyers, purchasers. And then there is the ultimate guide to Instagram engagement. That comes along with that. And that is over 3,000 niche specific ready to use hashtags. And I individually vet and research every single one of those hashtags before I put them <laughs> into the guide. And I update that guide at least on a quarterly basis, some most of the time more. Yeah. Because, you know, with, with a platform like Instagram, everything is constantly evolving and changing. So it was important to me that I create something that will always be relevant to your business, not something that you're going to purchase, use once or twice and then go, okay, this is not really helping me anymore. Why did I waste my money on this? You know, so I'm always constantly updating and keeping an eye on it and sort of nerding out on the hashtag numbers before I add them in there. (laughs) That's awesome. I have maybe both. Well, I definitely have the hashtags because I know I used it just the other day. And I'm very grateful because (laughs) I was always using the I think I was using the hashtags you gave me like a year and a half ago, when the, whenever the Ooh. last time we goes. And then I was like, okay, it's time to update those because I know you're supposed to keep them fresh, but I was just lazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with hashtags. You've got to keep them fresh and relevant to your business. Otherwise, they go stale and then you're losing reach and visibility before they even get to your caption, right? Right. So your Instagram engagement guide, is that, that's teaching them how to connect with other people. Is it teaching about how to write good captions? No captions. That's just all engagement because you have to absolutely 
have an engagement strategy. If you're going to have a presence on a platform like Instagram, Mm -hmm. you can create all the beautiful photos that you want. You can craft an amazing caption every single time you show up. You could be on stories and lives every day of the week. But if you are not engaging, it is totally for not. Right. You cannot, you cannot post and ghost. You can't drop a post and run away. You have to be ever present on a platform like Instagram in order for it to work for you. Yeah. I think I'm very guilty of all those things you said not to do, but I do know that when I am (laughs) following your Instagram strategy, I will see like new followers every day. And it was like, Oh, I'm getting like 10 new followers every day. Every single day, new followers were coming. Yeah. That's amazing. I love hearing that, but yeah, you have to be present and it doesn't mean that you have to be present every single day. That's another thing that we hear a lot about Instagram. Be consistent, be consistent. But over time, for some reason, consistency came to mean frequency. And that is not true. What is consistent for me might not be consistent for you. You know, two or three days might work for me or you or five or seven days might work for somebody else. You have to find balance of it and then stick to it from there. It doesn't mean show up every single day and, you know, waste all your time scrolling and then feeling frustrated in the end, because that's, that's another way to lose out on your Instagram marketing. Yeah. I do know I was talking to someone who was telling me that she posts to Instagram three times a day. And I was just like, that's a lot of work. (laughs) I was just going to say that sounds exhausting. That sounds really exhausting. Yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. I would say, honestly, even every day is a bit much. It's a bit overload for me. I am right now, I'm totally happy with three days a week. There you go. That works for me. That works for my audience. And I've seen upward growth in the right direction with just doing that. That might not work for somebody else, but three times a day is a bit much for sure. I do love your perspective because, I mean, we've been Instagram friends for a long time. And so I know there are a few things you teach, like consistency doesn't mean you have to be there every day. Just show up because the customers want to see your face. They don't care if your makeup is done or your hair is pretty. Put a filter on and show up. (laughs) I think that's the thing too. You're showing them your human side. Yeah. So what if your hair is not done? Theirs probably is not either. So what if you haven't worn makeup in a year? They probably haven't either. Right. And they're relating to you even more by you being just that little bit of vulnerable on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I know every time I kind of show like some kind of fail, that is when my audience kind of goes crazy and like talks to me a lot. Yeah, because it's relatable. Yeah. I get, I get a lot of comments that or e- emails, DMs that say, I'm so grateful that you show up and you show up authentically because I feel like I know the real you, even though we've never met. And it's just, it's encouraging as a business owner and it's encouraging like yes. as an extrovert. <laughs> like, I love hearing that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spoke to somebody earlier this week for the first time and we had been Instagram friends and for not, not as quite as long as you and I have Erin, but she and I had been Instagram friends for a bit. And the first thing she's like, hi, I already feel like I know you (laughs) because I follow you and we talk so much online and making that transition from Instagram to a face-to-face, well, a virtual, a virtual face-to-face conversation was that much easier for us Mm -hmm. to collaborate and work together because I have been so open there and I have been so willing to start conversations with her there. It made it that much easier for us. Yeah. I think that's really fun. 
It's funny you say that because I had a meeting yesterday with my developer who's leaving the team. She's taking on a full-time job, but she and I have been working together. She's been on my team for, I think, two years, and I've never had a Zoom call with her. We just always chatted over email or Slack. (laughs) This has been really cool. So I know you're currently working on creating more workshops, different digital products to teach people how to use Instagram. Do you have any of those that you think might be a good fit for product-based businesses? So I just did my very first workshop this past week and I'm working on making it evergreen. Mm -hmm. And that workshop was called Amplify Your Insights, how to gain more saves and shares on your Instagram content. That would absolutely work for product-based businesses. It's not quite up yet. It'll be up in another week or two. And that approach was really Mm data-driven. It was really audience-driven and how to gather that information and put it together in a strategy in order to get that type of visibility on your content. So that'll be forthcoming. And for 2021, workshops are going to be just about every other month for me, in addition to the digital products and my one-on-one coaching. Awesome. And then what kind of clients do you work with on one-on-one? Because that might be another thing they're interested in. You name it. And I've worked with them. <laughs> I, it's really, so it started for me with wedding industry professionals mm-hmm. and it has grown and evolved over the last three years. And I get all kinds of inquiries now. That's so awesome. We will have the link to all of Nicole's digital products and her website so that you can check out all of it. I can vouch for Nicole. I've worked with her one-on-one. I have bought her products, her courses, resources all the things. And I have seen tremendous growth from working with her. (laughs) So everyone is going to be curious. I know everyone's always like, they love to know who you work with before, like, because they want the in. So I know they're going to be excited to meet you, follow you on Instagram. Instagram is obviously her jam. One last thing before we go, Nicole, I always love to remind people that it doesn't matter how long you've been in business, what type of business you have. We're always learning. We're always evolving. We're always growing as business owners. So is there something you would be comfortable sharing with us that you're currently learning for your own business, something that you're struggling or working through so that you can like reach the next level? Yeah, it's funny because I'm in the middle of this very uncomfortable period of growth that I've worked towards pretty much for the last three years. And now that it's here, I don't know how to navigate it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that makes any sense. And I think what that looks like for me right now is not being afraid to give up portions of my business and outsource them and to stop sort of like white knuckling everything Mm -hmm. and stop feeling like I have to be in all the places at once. So I'm I'm learning to give it up, if that makes sense. I'm learning to give those portions up in order to, you know, maintain, maintain this growth and and even grow past it. Yeah, that's a really good one. I was there probably a year ago, maybe it was a lot at once. And I didn't know how to navigate and I didn't know how to handle. And then that's like, okay, well, I can hire more people. And I am so excited for you. And I'm so grateful you shared your knowledge. I have one more question. If there was one action step you could give a product-based business who is feeling overwhelmed by Instagram or not even feeling overwhelmed, but feeling like their time spent there isn't working, what would you tell them? Don't be afraid to burn it all to the ground and, and start from scratch. Oh, I like that. Don't be afraid to 
you know, a lot of times when I hear that phrase, like I'm so frustrated or I'm stuck at X followers or Instagram just doesn't work for me. Instagram's not converting to me, going back to the conversion. Nobody's listening. Nobody's connecting, whatever. Don't be afraid to just take whatever it was that you were doing that wasn't working and go, this is not serving me or my business. And I'm starting fresh from here. That doesn't mean you have to go and, you know, delete all of your content or remove followers or unfollow people or anything like that. But just don't be afraid to take a new approach. Yeah. Just give yourself a blank slate. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything the same as you were doing yesterday. Not as true of every day. I always say social media is a good place to test things because the lifespan of things are very short. (laughs) Yes. Especially on Instagram. Absolutely. Very short. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Nicole. I think this was fantastic. Everyone will have the links to your website. They can come find you on Instagram And we are so grateful you were shared your Instagram knowledge with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Erin. It was a joy to talk to you. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create. And I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.